Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need from America's Mortgage Mentor. With more than 30 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings, you'll learn to take your mortgage practice to new heights. Certified Mortgage Planner and CEO of KineticSparkConsulting.com. Here is Jennifer Duplessis. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Mortgage Lending Mastery. And I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in with us, and thanks for sharing uh, Mortgage Lending Mastery with your coworkers and your realtor partners and other business partners that you have as well, because, you know, there's so much content that we give about business and personal development that um, we don't want to keep it a secret. We want to share it with it as many people as we possibly can. So I thank you for tuning in again to this week's episode of Mortgage Lending Mastery. And I am so excited because um, I'm delighted to have Donna Hammaker with us today. She is one of my referral partners, and she is just a great person to start with. Um, but she's also a top producing real estate agent in the Washington, D.C. area um, where I'm based. So, Donna, welcome to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Well, thank you, and thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm happy to happy to chat with you. So, you know, as you know, uh, the reason that we, you know, that we, that I had asked you to come on the show was just to share, you know, a lot about your history, about you know what what you contribute your success to, and and then also because the majority of our listeners are loan officers, is to give us some some tips on how to how do we crack a nut like you? How do we get to someone like you? And uh, you know, what are you looking for in a loan officer so that um, maybe someone who's listening can finally have that relationship that they've been looking for with a, a real estate agent that they've been trying to um, get attention for some time. So with that said, would you mind telling us a little bit about you? Sure. Well, um, well thanks, Jen, for the opportunity to at least be able to, to share that with you. Um, yeah, I've been a realtor for about a dozen years now. I've worked in the, in the northern Virginia area. Um, I come from a very... Uh, work background. Uh, previously, I was um, uh, public relations, and which involved a lot of marketing as well for Bloomingdale's. And then prior to that, I was a professional photographer, and I worked a lot when, in, um, just in the, the, with the media and um, also with uh, print publications and, and um, on Capitol Hill as well. So, um, so kind of bringing that photography into it, bringing the marketing into it, and landing in real estate has been just a really great fit. So I have really enjoyed the last 12 years doing what I do. That's awesome. And I know that your clients absolutely love you. So let's talk about that. Um, you have, you know, I mean, I, I see a lot of, you know, talk to a lot of realtors, as, as I'm sure a lot of other people do as well. But um, what you're, there's something about the way that you work with your clients that makes them, they come in as clients and they, they leave as family, right? Mm. And family keeps yep. in touch. And so that's a real key process, you know, process of what you're doing. And, of course, I know you're with Brian Buffini, and I am too, and so we know we, we have that, that system in place. But there's just this extra special thing about you that draws them to you for life. 
What do you think that is, or what can you contribute, attribute that to? Well, you know, I think it, it is based on Brian Buffini's system of referrals and um, working by referral. And I think that, you know, when you, when you work by referral, there's a lot of trust that's involved in there. There's a lot of communication. There's a lot of, um, uh, you become very familiar with your clients. And that familiarity very often ends up being um, a friendship. And after the transaction is done, you, you miss seeing them, you miss talking to them. So um, I really enjoy the opportunity to stay in touch because I like them. And, um, and most, I would say generally they like me too. And so we do try to um, have a system in place where mm -hmm. we're, you know, constantly popping by or writing a note or picking up a phone and making a quick phone call or a text, just saying, hey, I was thinking about you. And, and knowing them well enough to um, be able to connect on something other than possibly just the real estate transaction itself, about their family, about their interests you know, those kinds of things. And it's a richer sort of relationship at that point. And I think that's what um, ends up being such a meaningful part of, the, of my business is that those people then tend to refer me to their friends and family. And that's how I build my business, and that's how I like to build my business. Yeah, so let let me expand on that just a little bit. I have a, quick, a couple of quick questions. You know, um, one of the struggles that loan officers have that is not a struggle as much with a real estate agent, and just sort of, sort of that I'm setting the stage here, is that you may be working with this client for anywhere from a month or maybe a week. You know, you you just got them, but generally a month or two or three to three years, and before they finally buy. And then you refer to a loan officer, you know, like me, and I have them for all of 60 to 90 days, maybe, maybe. And one of the struggles that loan officers have is that we're not in a position to cultivate a strong relationship like you're able to over that period of time. Now, we can, we can once we have helped the family and the loans closed, we certainly can build a relationship on the backside. But we don't have the ability to do that in the short short term. So if you were a loan officer and your and you were to pluck your real estate business into the into the lending space knowing how you have your systems in place and using Buffini and just your nature as well what would you do to um, I, I don't want to use the word well I have to uh, <laughs> use the word uh, what would you do to cram that relationship into that shorter period of time you know I, I'm gonna and I feel I feel fairly strongly about this. I think this is important that communication, communication, communication. And, uh, and you're such a skilled person at that, and your team is. And so the, one of the biggest things that, you know, every, you know, and, and sometimes we forget this, that our, our buyers, our clients, you know, they're, they're nervous about this. It keeps them up at mm -hmm. night. They, they, they have questions, yeah. but they're sometimes afraid to ask. And so they, they think that, you know, they could just go online and find that answer or they just sit and worry about it. So I think communication is the main thing. And I find that the most successful real, excuse me, agent, I'm sorry, lenders that I work with, uh, you being probably foremost in this, um, are great communicators. And so you don't hesitate to say, hey, uh, to, to my client, hey, you know, how's it, 
How's it going? Anything keeping you up at night? What do you, yeah. um, what, what's your, you know, what, what are the questions that are kind of stirring? What are, you, what are you concerned about in the next steps? And I really believe that that is key to building that relationship because you're trying to stay one step ahead of that client and their concerns. And I think that is. Yeah, I think that's great. So listen in, everybody, because that really is very key. And I think that what happens, uh, what I see a lot in the people that I work around and some of the people that I coach is, is uh, that the only time there's communication is when there's a problem. And the thought process is, well, no news is good news, and any news is bad news. Mm. Right. Um, Exactly. Right. And and I think that we we just get so involved in the short term that we have that sometimes uh, we forget to just pick up the phone and see how they're doing. And and it's funny that you say this because in my process, you know, and and those that are listening know I have a 71 point process during during a purchase transaction. And within that process, I actually had to build in a process that says call the borrower and say Mm -hmm. hi. Because I got so, I shouldn't say trapped, I don't think it's trapped, but my system is so ironclad that I had no need to call them. And I had to actually insert a need to call them just so that I was touching them, engaging with them. And that's a good thing, but it's all, it also can be a bad thing if you do get to, so trapped into the process that you fail to remember that there's a human being. And, and it's funny because in our team, we don't say how many loans we've closed or how many deals we've done. We talk about how many families we've served. Mm-hmm. You know, how many families do we serve this month? How many families do we serve last year? How many new families do we have in our circle? And we're, we're always reminded that there, there are people and not deals. And not transactions. And so I think that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, oh, and not, not to, not to, yeah, not to step on you, but, but it, it really does. And so when I get that feedback from my side, because, um, you know, because we're, you know, your lending partners, your team, and, and you know, and if one one leg of that team is not functioning well, it reflects poorly on the other parts of the team. And yeah, that are trying no to get the job done. Mm-hmm. And so I love it when I hear back from clients going, hey, Jen just called me the other day just to check in. You know, you know everything was fine, but I did think of this one question I'd forgotten to ask her. And, um, and they're real happy about that. And so that's a good thing to me to see that. And, and quite frankly, from my side too, you, you're checking in with me as well. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I know that's an extra step too, but that's really helpful sometimes just to have that, okay, you know, where are we in this process at this point? And that's really appreciated as well. That's awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, okay, thank you. so let's talk, let's talk about um, your, so we know that your success is about keeping in touch with them. Um, there's another piece of your success that I want to make sure you address, and you can find this on, on um, Donna's website, which, what is your website, Donna? Oh, it's just DonnaHammaker.com. And that's H-A-M-A-K-E-R dot com. Um, so you can find this on your, your, um, your, the website as well, but I, I think it's different when it comes directly from you. And there's, there's something that you talk about when you talk with your clients, that it's not about Donna, it's about them. So can you expand on that just a little bit? And I know that you, you know, we feel that way, but you actually say this to people. Well, it, I think it's important. You know, people, especially in um, the world we live in now, 
there's so many voices, so much noise, it's hard to be heard. And I think my, my dad always said when we were growing up, hey, God gave you two ears and one mouth for a reason, to listen twice as much as you speak. That's and, right. you know, and there's a lot of truth to that. And so when you think about it, a lot of times people who are in sales, which I like to think of myself more as a consultant than a salesperson, but people who do what I do, what you all do or whatever, um, we tend to fill the space and talk too much. And, you know, it really, it's not about that. You know, yes, we have a lot of information to communicate and that's all important, but it's about pacing that information. And to be able to, especially in the beginning, to be able to just sit down with them and not be afraid to have it be silent for a moment, to be able to let them talk and think. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's so, it comes so easily to us because we know what to be thinking about, what to be talking about, what to be concerned about, but they don't. And so they need that time to be able to be heard. And where I put the pen down, I look them in the eye, and I just say, tell me about it. You know, what are, what are you thinking about this right now? Mm-hmm. What are your biggest concerns? And then be quiet. Hardest thing for us to do is just to close our mouth and be quiet. So I think that is um, the most important thing, that they feel like they're being heard, that they know they're being heard. And I'm taking notes as they're talking. I ask for permission to do that. You know, I said, do you mind if I take some notes while you, while you share these things with me? Because I want to remember, these are important things. These, well, these and are it shows that you. you are listening, too, because you are actively participating. Exactly. And it's so basic. It's just such a mm-hmm. basic thing. And whether it's with your clients or it's with your children or it's with your spouse or whatever, it's, it's always important to do that. So it's a good tool to, to always be sharpening. And, um, yeah, so that's, that's very important to me. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that, too. I really appreciate it. So as we're talking about, about you and your success, you know, you started off as a realtor that just like everybody else saying, you know, hey, the sky's the limit and, oh, gee, there's a floor, too. That's a Brian Buffini phrase, right? Or not. Or no floor. <laughs> or no floor at all. <laughs> no floor floor, at all. Yeah. And so you started off like everybody else. What, what was the tipping point for you that made your practice so successful? You know, it's interesting, Jen, and you, you know this about me, that I started, I got, when I got my license, the market crashed. I mean, it was almost simultaneous. And it was just like a perfect storm. And so I really, it was, it was really a struggle. And I worked so hard, but it was a great time to get into real estate from knowing how to, knowing how to really hone your skills. And, but what I found though, and it was, a, it was, it was a struggle, but what I found though, there were, there were a couple of things is one was when I, I, um, started doing one-to-one coaching, um, mm-hmm. try group coaching. No good. That was not good. There were people that always hijacked the conversation. Right. Um, didn't mm-hmm. like that. Um, but one-to-one coaching all of a sudden, that's when it really ramped up. Mm-hmm. And um, and I have to back up even before that. I did, you know, I I didn't discover Buffini, Byron Buffini systems and all that until probably um, three years into into real estate, and that had been a hard three years. And then that was a good thing, and that started helping me put systems in place. And then I did the one-to-one coaching, but that's when I really saw my business take off. 
Yeah, and that accountability. The, is yeah. Did. Yeah. It, it did. It did. And, you know, it's one of those things like, oh, I, oh I'm not looking forward to my coaching call today. I'm not looking forward to it. And, um, but then I, I'm, but I was glad, but I'm so glad I, you know, that I do it. You know, so whoever your coach is with, I know you do coaching, uh, you know, you, I'm, you're, you've got to be an awesome coach. But I, I think whoever it is you're coaching with, I stop and think about it. The world's greatest athletes, here we're in the middle of, well, right now, we're in the middle of the Winter Olympics. The greatest athletes on the face of the earth have a coach. You know, the exactly. highest, the top executives have a coach. You know, mm-hmm. I need a coach too. Even though I, I know all the things I should be doing most of the time, that coach keeps my feet to the fire. And that really has helped. Yeah. And the yeah. other tipping point for me was when I took on, um, hired a, a marketing person who also functions as an assistant. And that was a big piece of it because it allowed me to get myself from being so much in the business as working on my business. And right. that was very And that important. was you know, let's and let's be honest about that. <laughs> Not that we wouldn't <laughs> right. Yeah. But you had attended several of my um my business planning classes and, and you just were fighting it. You know, and I, I think was. we all do. We all fight it because we have that that control factor that we have. That's the nature of who we are, you know, why we do what we're doing. And uh, you know, I think once you let go, you realize, wow, this was something that I should be doing. True. And 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 the fact that you you said it very well, that you have to let go. And it's really hard. And if you're a person who is a perfectionist or type A or mm-hmm. specifically a perfectionist, a refiner. You know, you're worried about those things going, things going out with a typo and, um, you know, you, 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 that keeps mm-hmm. you up at night kind of thing. And, um, you know, or the silly, not silly because it's not silly stuff, but it's no. important stuff mm-hmm. to me. And it's a matter of making sure you bring on somebody who has that understanding of, of what's important to you. And, um, and once you find that person in which you have that confidence, then all of a sudden you go, okay, I can let go of this and this is a good thing. And now my business can grow more. So, but you're right. I did fight it for the longest time. And mm-hmm. it was, um, it was a, a fortunately a losing battle. <laughs> That's a great way to say it. You're right. I mean, thank God it was a losing battle. Because right. now, you know, you're, you have that freedom to spend time where you, you are most effective, and that's with your clients and not with paperwork. Right. Yeah. Well, and I'm at okay. that point, too, where I need to be even starting to ramp it up more. And yeah. so I'm, I'm now, you know, trying to, I'm struggling with it once again. And so mm-hmm. I, but I know I need to. So, I, so it, you know, as our businesses grow, you know, that first step is the hardest, but, the, you know, in terms of bringing people on. But, you know, it's good that your business is growing and you want to be able to understand how you can best make that happen. So it, it gets easier as you go on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, thank you for being vulnerable for that. I appreciate it. Um, because I want everybody to hear and understand that not everybody that is successful. I think everyone thinks I have a have a picture or a um, yeah picture in my office that has um, it says success and it's an iceberg on the top, right? But underneath mm-hmm. it, it says hard work, persistence, late nights, rejection, sacrifices, discipline, criticism, doubts, failure, risks. You know that everyone doesn't realize that we go through all of that together. You know, very, very well put. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so thank you for sharing that. Okay, so as we kind of, we're getting towards the end here. As we're start, starting to talk about this, you know, so you're a top producing loan o- or realtor, and so some loan officers trying to uh, get your attention. And so because most of the subscribers to Mortgage Lending Mastery are loan officers, we're always challenged with how do I crack that nut? How do I get to working with Donna? You know, so someone like a Donna. Um, when I don't know anything about Donna, you know, that, that becomes the challenge, you know, is, is just not even knowing who they are yet. We just want the opportunity to talk and see if there is a common interest in working together. Um, so what are some of the tips, and, and when you think back on the loan officers that you've worked with over, you know, your, your career, what's been the, the, some of the characteristics that they have? You talked about communication, but you can't even communicate if we can't get to you first. So what are some of the things we could do to get your attention? Mm. Wow, that's really hard because there's so many lenders out there, like there's so many realtors out there. Um, You know, my challenge, I guess (laughs) that's a a really difficult question to answer. (laughs) I think that... uh, you know, because I am, you know, I I value the lenders that I currently work with. However, had I not opened myself up at one point, I would not be working with them. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, as um, uh, when I was newer in the business, I really valued it. I value it now as well, but I valued um, the education that a lender could provide me. Um, I valued... Um, any insight to the market that the lender could provide me. Um, I valued, you know, their time being able to, to meet. And that was as a newer, a newer agent. Now, I think the, the, the best way is to, um, to, gosh, that's really difficult. So the best way probably hey, welcome is. welcome to our world, Donna. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's really, I know. I know. It, it's, oh my gosh. So, um, so the probably the best way is when I I might meet a lender at a uh, broker's open, and and strike up a conversation, and you know there may be some feeling of the connection there that's followed up with information. So it, it's almost like I have to meet them at some point. So they may pop into an open house I have. So that means that, hey, they're they're looking at what the business is around here. Um, so, and, and then you strike up that conversation and then following up with information and then kind of building that relationship, building some trust, providing you some information that, that shows me how knowledgeable they are um, and how savvy they are about the market and, um, and certainly about what kind of products. Are, you know, are they the kind of lender I would want to work with? And you can figure that out pretty quickly. Are they a churn and burn lender? Mm-hmm. Or are they a lender who who works on a relationship basis? And so I, you know, so I kind of filter people like that. And so I, you know, that's I, I don't know if that's helpful or not, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, I find it's most helpful to actually meet them um, in some way, whether it's serendipitous, serendipitously or intentionally. Them reaching out and wanting an appointment, you know, depending on, you know, a lender who reaches out for an appointment when you're in the height of the season, you know, of, of the busy, busy season, um, tells me they're not really a busy realtor, I mean, excuse me, a busy agent necessarily, or mm-hmm. lender, that's what I'm trying to say, lender. Yeah, okay. Um, you know, they're not necessarily super busy, so 
are they how successful are they um, so I would be looking to connect with those those lenders at the off times you know in the winter winter months and the you know in the you know in summertime um, so those are the those are when I would be available, and I would hope that they would understand that that's when realtors are available more so, and I would think that they would be available more so even when they're if they're a busy lender. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. No, it totally does. It totally does. So I think the timing. We want to talk about the timing. And, timing. Yeah. You know, and this happens a lot in our industry. Um, and that is that when refis are really high, loan officers tend to stay in their office and take, tackle the low-hanging fruit and don't go out and talk to realtors or other partners. But the disadvantage to that is when they dry up, all of a sudden everybody's out there talking to realtors. And mm-hmm. now you're part of the pack too, right? And so having very a very solid system in place or process in place so that you're making sure that you're tapping into all of your avenues all the time, regardless of the, what the market is, is going to be critical. And I can tell you, I mean, it saved me. I know a lot of loan officers that are out trying to get business now because they sat around last year with um, refinances. And now they're trying to get the business, and I'm the one who's been in front of everybody all the time, right? And, and I have oh, to say, yeah. that sometimes can be a challenge for me because I'm saying, wait a minute, I've been there. <laughs> now they're there, mm-hmm. you know. It's kind yeah, of a challenge, exactly. but... Um, Okay, well, I know I appreciate your insight. It really it really is important for everyone to hear, you know, what, what you're thinking and what your thought process is. So let's move on to just the last couple things. Um, is your, you know, knowing that, that um, our audience can be loan officers and, and we have a, a plethora of realtors and some, even some business owners, what kind of tip or tips would you like to give someone for business in general that you've learned through your tenure? Mm. I would say, and it's interesting because I come up with a new word every year to be my kind of my guiding. Oh, I um, do too. Yeah. 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 yeah, Yes. And I think, you know, it it makes a lot of sense, but this year my, my word is, and, and it's reflective of kind of my overall philosophy of how it should be. And that is consistency. And I think as a business owner, um, you know, especially in our industries, lending versus real, you know, realtors, whatever, that consistency is the name of the game in terms of lead generation, being in touch with people. You know, most of us have systems in place, but a lot of times we let the, the, the fires that are on the front burners take away those consistent practices that we yeah. need to be doing every day. I know I'm very guilty of that, and um, which is why coaching is so helpful because it does, um, you know, it does keep me honest about all that. And, and I think the, the other thing, consistent, you know, oh. six months ago, you know, the last, for a, a period there. So maybe that is driving why, you know, I'm not getting as many leads right now or, or not having as much, going on. And so I think consistency in the lead generation, in those personal touches, in the, you know, I'm a big fan of calls, notes, and Popeyes. And so all those things that whatever it is you do to, you know, whether it's that weekly market report that you're doing that's um, a little more personalized, it's not so, you know, so templated that, you know, we as realtors turn it off. or it's you know, something that um, is just on a regular basis that um, that I, as your client, uh, whoever, um, is consistently seeing you and hearing from you. Not overly so, 
because none of us like that. But right. um, being consistent in those business practice for lead generation, I think, is really, really important. And certainly my focus this year, and even in the midst of a busy market, you have to be marketing almost the most when you're not on the most, but it can, as much when you're busy as when you're not. Yeah, so, mountains and valleys, peaks and valleys, you know, we all have experienced it. But hopefully that constant, consistent action will will kind of make those peaks and valleys be narrower. Yeah, and, you know, and, and it's funny, as we sound like it's a Brian Buffini um, advertisement here, but, you know, Brian talks about putting sand in those valleys so that you don't fall all the way down, you know, and always, That's right. always dribbling, yes. dribbling things in those, yeah. Yeah, sure. and it's a, it's a great analogy, and so, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That's wonderful. Okay, so what are you reading these days? What's the book you're, you're reading right now? I'm so glad you asked, because I am, actually, I'm not reading it. I'm listening to it on audiobook. Um, That's good. Uh, okay. Yeah, and then I find that to be very a helpful way for me to read. But um, I'm listening to Mel Robbins' Five Second Rule, and I know many people are going to be familiar with this, um, but I love it. And it's um, over, and, it, and it's, you know, how she writes a whole book about this is fascinating because really it's all about counting down five, four, three, two, one, go to whatever it is that you're struggling with and to help you break habits, whether it's for her, it was getting up in the morning. And so she started five, four, she, she saw a rocket launch and um, heard that five, four, three, two, one, and it blasted off, and it made her think about that. And so the next morning, she used that to help her get out of bed. And, um, you know, and she was, you know, she's all, has been a highly successful person, experienced challenges. Now she's just skyrocketed. And it is, she attributes much of this to the five, four, three, two, one, go. And the, the ability to, it help for, the ability for that to help you develop positive habits that will then propel you to do the things that you need to do to propel you forward in those goals that you have, life goals, work goals, personal, you know, financial, fitness, whatever. And um, it's, it's really um, very inspiring. That's great. I love that. I love it. And I love those little quick things. You know, um, uh, Michael Mayer, who wrote the, the um I was going to say the prelude. I'll just say it that because I can't think of what the name is in my book. <laughs> yeah, but he yeah, wrote yeah, the, yeah. the preface, whatever. I don't know. But he wrote uh, the prelude in my book, and Michael, you know, wrote Seven Levels of Communication. And he ha- actually has a piece of paper that you print out that has the words, do it now, with exclamation point, 30 times. And you print out the piece of paper, and you say, do it now, and cross the, the name off, or the, cross it off. Do it now. 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 And you go through it 30 times, and then you go do it. <laughs> it's kind of it's, it's simple, simple, but hey, it's effective, you know? It is. It really is effective. Yeah. That's and amazing. We all need well, thank you things. for sharing that. Yeah, thank oh, you for yeah. sharing that with us. We, it's important that, you know, we all continue to grow on a daily basis. And I think, uh, you know, this is what it's all about is learning what everyone else is, is uh learning, you know, and I've been doing that lately a lot too, just asking people what podcasts are listening to. Um, and not, mm. I mean, it's not to tell mine. I'm just saying, hey, what podcast are you listening to? And I'm learning so much, you know, about what people, because, you know, I'm, I'm looking for business things, but as, I, as they're scrolling through their list, I'm seeing that they have a, a yoga thing and a puppy dog thing. And, a, and I'm saying, wow, that's giving me insight 
and intel into who they are outside of the business, you know, part of things. Um, so I love sharing what people are listening to in that as well. So, Donna, I, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to um, make sure that, um, that my, my listeners are hearing uh, your voice, that they're, they're stopping and listening and taking some of the advice that you've given here about communication and about um, listening to people. Uh, sort of, you know, my, my little phrase with this is slow down to speed up. Uh, you know, slowing down a little bit to really enjoy the the ride with your clients and with your business and with your life um, so that you can have this huge success. Um, and I, I just thank you for sharing with us today. Well, thank you again for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's, it's been a great um, experience. And I wish everybody listening much success. Thank you very much. Okay, listen, everybody, thank you again for um, tuning in. I really do appreciate it. I love when, when you um, come in and listen to what we have to say. And I just want to remind everybody, oh, so this is what I want to remind everybody. Um, you can text the word LAUNCH, L-A-U-N-C-H, to 66866, and you will immediately get a link to Amazon to get my book, Launch. I've had a lot of people say they couldn't find it. Um, there's a lot of books called Launch, apparently, and I kind of knew that. Um, but you have to be very specific when you go on there to get to uh, write Launch Jennifer Duplessis with the space. So I made it easier. Just type the word Launch to 66866, and it'll take you right to the link so you can get my book. And um, I look forward to catching you next time on Mortgage Lending Mastery. Thank you for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. If you liked what you heard, please drop by iTunes and leave a comment or rating. Get more free email updates, transcripts, selling and education resources, and Jen's upcoming speaking events. Just visit our website at kineticsparkconsulting.com.